0: Let me bang I bang. do let you I bang. Let me bang your jersey, man. I let you bang. I hey, hey, let, hey, hey, let you bang.
1: Greetings, Nurse and Bridges. Go for Jesus, No for not forget
2: jersey people. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is time
3: once again. For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's
0: MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter.
1: Who the fuck is that
0: guy? Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted
2: podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the great Sean McCorkle. Uh, we got a great show today. Don Fry should be coming. Uh, he called me recently, so I. Um, I hope he's coming on. I just have to I always have to not only send a group text but but say, Don, are you coming? I can't just uh <laughs> but uh so I actually went to his house. um I was in Vegas, I'm Vegas. I was in uh, Arizona last week and um and I was like, hey Don, want to come to my show tonight And he's like, well, how, thanks for giving me some uh, advance notice blah, blah, blah. how long are you in town for? I'm like, two days he's like, well, why don't you come over tomorrow So I went from him coming to my show. To me, going to Tucson, from, from Phoenix. So it's, it's like a four-hour drive, like <laughs> two there, two back. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, you know? So I go, and I invite my buddy Dave, who I knew from uh, a long time. And we go, and we, like, meet Don's producer, Tony. And we watch the fights. And watching the fights with Don, it, this should be required doing Like, they should get rid of all the announcers in the UFC. All of them. And just have <laughs> Don and one other person. Because, I don't know, did you watch the fights last week?
3: Uh, I actually did. I caught a few of them. Man, I was, I didn't know I thought it was a fight night replay or something because I didn't know why it was during the day. Yeah. I was a little confused. Like that doesn't that doesn't normally happen. So I was like, is this like a replay on ESPN or what's going on? But it's uh yeah, I was surprised. Um I don't remember which ones I watched, I'll remember them as you talk about them, but I do remember watching them. So
2: so I'm hope hopefully Don, because I'm gonna I'm gonna get to Don's house. Hopefully Don'll be here for that. Uh, I really hope he will. Uh, by the way, my Wi-Fi was perfect at his house. I had I had all bars. So just so you know, I have Verizon, and it was full bars at his house, right? my am sabotaging it himself. Dude, but we, one one fight, the guy starts crying after he wins, and he goes, "Imagine someone knocking out and then crying afterwards." Well, <laughs> like God, Jesus Christ? Like dude, he's just like. And then the the girl fight where the girl like was injured but wasn't. You see the one where she like got knee to the head and. It was on the prelims. I'll tell you what happened. He's like, I thought this was a fight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I told you when he compensated my fight, he hurt my feelings live. Like I looked over in the fight like, damn, dude, like I look like I'm about to quit. We're 10 seconds in. Just said I heard Don Fry's voice during my fight. The border looked like he's about to quit. I was like, we just like, what are you talking about?
2: He was so he was completely bored after like one fight in. I don't know how these guys sit there and commentate. all. Oh, uh, I'm done after two. Like he was already like it He was so funny, dude. It was it was the best. It it really was the best. Uh, so quick update on the the gay porn star, right? Uh, wrestling coach. <laughs>
3: right. So, I've been waiting all week to hear this.
2: So the guy comes to my show that night, right? He came with, because uh, the other comic, the other, uh, another comic who I know, Aldo, is, is one of the coaches. Aldo invites him. And, you know, he's a young guy, young looking guy, just jacked and, and just a cool dude. Like, so he was really depressed because they told him that, like, hey, we don't know if you can coach. And he was all bummed. His boyfriend was there. And, uh, and then I started talking about it on stage, right? And, and he's crying, laughing. I was like, you know, I'm watching his videos. And he's got a a cock in his mouth, and then and then he's got a he's getting it up the ass. I'm like, you know, he's good with teamwork, right. and he's just he's rolling, right? So I guess they asked the parents, uh, "Hey, because he's really good with the older kids, not the younger kids, anyway." And like, <laughs> um,
3: that's good. Dude. Good to know. <laughs>
2: And I guess my my buddy Aldo told the parents, "Hey, just so you know, before you come here," and the, and the parents are cool. With it. It's it's like a private club, so it's not like part of the school, you know. And the parents are there; they're watching. But it was funny because I called Mayhem called me, and uh, Mayhem's out, out of jail. Right. I haven't asked him to do the podcast yet because I don't, I don't know how quick he wants to get back to the spotlight. I'm sure it's a you know he was in jail for. A pretty long time, and I don't want to rush him into anything. Or I'm going to anymore. give the
3: parents the. Did you give the parents the option? I'm like we can fire him as coach and bring in mayhem. It's up to you guys. Whatever you want to do. And they're like, well,
2: that's what I was thinking. Is that right. if we, if we get mayhem and this guy in the coaching staff that All anyone right. they complain about, the other guy's worse. Like right, so they're like, right. hey, they're like, hey, this guy's a gay porn star. Oh yeah, well, this dude was naked in a church, uh, like with a right. fire extinguisher. He had a SWAT team. Like, no matter who you say, man, can right. you believe that? So, ima- could you imagine, like, by co- the coaching staff is like Aldo, who looks like Chuck Liddell, who's been kicked out of three schools for threatening parents and uh, right. other things. And then He's you have, and then you have Mayhem, <laughs> and then you have this other guy, and then you have like these little, kids, like these kids have no like. It's crazy. So, but, but, uh, and if anybody thinks I'm serious, we're not hiring mayhem to coach wrestling. Uh, so I, uh, this is all just jokes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're not, this is, uh, mayhem. I don't think, uh,
3: but. You know, uh, that analogy is kind of like if you were to do a podcast with Chris Lee and Brian Callum at the same time, you can be like, well, this guy was grooming girls. Well, this guy raped them. You can just go back and forth between the two. Dude, there was a, there was a sign for some reason. You know how, like when
2: they like protest buildings, you know how they protest buildings sometimes like the bu- like the <laughs> union so for some reason they put uh pedophiles and rapists lurk among here like in huge fucking letters and the building is a has Q on it, right? Which is even worse. Like it's a it's also like a Q QAnon I building, but it's actually it's, it's, there's an apartment building. and It says pedophiles and rapists live here, right? I guess that's right. the way for them to protest or something. So I posted it. I'm like, this is a weird way to get people to come to your business, right? right. Um, and then someone's like, oh, this is uh, the fighter and the kid who re- records <laughs> like
3: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That was the U.S. Capitol building when you were talking about they were protesting. I was like, did they write it on the Capitol building? Because it would just as well fit there too. Dude, it's crazy.
2: crazy. Fucking, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, but but I also think it would be pretty funny to have like meet our staff on the website. And then you have Mayhem Miller and then you have, uh, you know, Don, (laughs) the gay porn star. And then Mayhem said he knew a transgender that was good at wrestling, but I I, I don't know if that, that'll just be like the perfect trifecta. Um, who, uh, so yeah, so that was, um, that was, uh, I, I I, like thought that Mayhem actually could, he could, he could teach a course like for people. That's what my wife said, like people going to jail, like if you're going yeah. to jail, you need to defend yourself. You remember that? Remember that? Like that movie, Big Stan,
3: where like? Uh, yeah, I the, never actually saw it. I've heard it a thousand times. It's amazing, and I've never seen it.
2: Yeah, like Rob Schneider's going to prison. Right. So they, they teach him how to like how to like basically beat everyone up and fuck him in the ass or something. Right? I think Don yeah. in that, isn't he?
3: Didn't <laughs> no, he's not in
2: it. I thought he was in it. He's not in it. Um, hmm. Or maybe he is in it. I, I gotta ask if he's in Yeah, I think he is in Big Stan. No, so he, yeah, he's he, in one of them. Yeah but like imagine mayhem teaches like a self-defense for people going to prison i I think that would do pretty well like on the internet like we could do a commercial like an infomercial are you going to jail like are you worried getting raped (laughs) you take my three-hour course like what to do i mean
3: you know what's crazy you're joking i know you're joking but there is a whole subculture of people that are obsessed with prison life online and there's these guys, was, uh, this Wes Watson guy, I don't know if you've seen him, he's a personal trainer, but he just screams at you on FaceTime, like and like for not doing your workouts, like he's out of his mind. But he's making millions of dollars making videos about what it's like to be in prison. And uh you just like it's the same thing over and over again. It's like if you come in, you better find your racial group and you better hook up, you know, this and that. And I'm like, dude, who would watch this for more than five minutes? You know what I mean? Like, but he gets millions of views, man. People are uh um, Bunch of idiots obsessed with the prison culture. I playing rap music.
2: Oh man, I got I got to call Don because I cause, fuck. I, I have to see if, if he's coming onto the show because we got to talk about his house. Because <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to do him any disservice. It, first of all, it's a beautiful house. It, it, he has, yeah. yo Don, you coming?
0: Yeah.
2: I'm talking about you. Come on, because I'm talking about your house. Hmm. I'm about to talk. I'm about to talk about your house. What's up, people? Support for MMA Roasted is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, which are very important, especially to our people watching, well, to everybody, really. But Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million people worldwide, okay, who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you which is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MMARoasted at manscaped.com. My math is correct. That's about 16 million balls. That's a lot of balls, people. Lots and lots of balls, okay? Listen, I've been using the Performance Package 4.0. It's a game changer, okay? I remember before I used to use scissors or I would use a razor, I've cut my balls, and that is not fun, okay? I've scraped them. I, people thought I had STDs. They, I just had all kinds of just just terrible things, all right? Just horrible stuff on my nuts, okay? And uh, thanks to Manscaped, it's all taken care of, okay? First of all, first off, the lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. I tried lots of ball trimmers, okay? I, I plucked them out. I I... <laughs> Hasn't been good, okay? But um, this trimmer is waterproof, and you can say goodbye to the mess in the bathroom floor, okay? My wife comes in. she's hair everywhere. She's like, what's going on? It looked like a somebody ran over a, a Furby or something, okay? Listen, Manscaped is, is the way to go, okay? Time to take care of yourself. Go to Manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code MMA Roasted. okay? That's 20% off free shipping. Use the code ma roasted at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MA roasted. Unlock your confidence. Okay. Let your balls out. Okay. You, uh, you take home a girl for the first night or your wife or a guy, whatever you're into, they can be like, wow, this person takes care of you. You don't want stinky nuts. All right. You don't want women to pass out and just have all kind of funk down there. Not good. Okay, I used to look like Ben Askren down there. Girls would be like, is that Askren? Because it would just be just lots of hair everywhere. (sighs) Yeah, it was like it was like Chase Hooper down on my nutsack. Not good. Okay, unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Check it out.
3: I imagine Don's house being like Brad Wesley's trophy room in Roadhouse. If you remember at the end of that, where he's killed every animal ever.
2: Dude, it's first of all, you can't get to it. Like I could I I could see why, like, cause we, we had like um something delivered to him for the MMA awards, like a costume or something, and he didn't know if he got it. And I could see why, because you have to go on like like a mile of dirt road. Like I don't even think these are actually roads, Right. But, like they're just like it's like just up pass. a <laughs> pass up a mountain, right? And it's right. like, and it says like beware of like flooding and shit, and then down there, it's just everyone's mailboxes. So like there's like 30 mailboxes in a row. You know, like like the mailman don't go to the house. It's just right. all is all these fucking mailboxes, right? So we get to this house that Don lives in. It's it's a beautiful house overlooking the mountains. And it uh I mean it it's like a it's like the perfect, it really is a perfect place to, to live in, especially if you're into like, you know, like the farm and wildlife and yada yada. So then he shows me. He's like, "Hey, let me show you my gun collection." I don't. I don't want to see his gun collection. Like, (laughs)
0: like at he doesn't want to leave a gun. He starts fucking backing up like Ric Flair. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Dude, he has two
2: cases, not just one case. Like he has like safe.
0: No, they're safe, honey. They're safe.
2: He has safes, but they're like those bank safes that have the wheel. You know, yeah. like you have to like, it's like a vault, you know, right. he, has like, he has vaults and, and it's just one after another of like every, gu- I think it must've been every gun that's ever been made. Uh, and it was, and he's like, Hey, look at this one. And I'm like, and I'm, I don't even know if they're low. Like I just, I'm just, I'm like running. Low. I'm like, that's great, Don. Let's, let's fuck it. That's, that's great. You know, uh, uh, let me show you my bedroom.
0: He could have, he could have sang opera that day. He hit so many. <laughs> different fucking notes. And I tell him, no, I don't want to see him. Put him down. Put him down. I'm trying to show him how to how to clear it and save it, you know, and make sure it's good, you know, clean. Here. And, I mean, he wants nothing to do with it, man.
2: Dude, some of them are like, he didn't, I don't even know if the magazines are in or out. I, I don't know. Like I'm like, I'm just not how I'm I'm dying right now, you know? Like, because then Don, every time Don reaches for him, he grunts like, Grr. Like, like, There's a
0: fucking You gotta talk to him You gotta talk to
2: him (laughs) Dude then his dog's in the other room Right his dog's in the room and he's like Hey sweetie can't wait To see you. I can't and I think he's talking To his guns so I'm like He's like come here princess I'm like are you talking to your guns He's like no you fucking goofball Talking to my dog right so dude Like I'm I'm dying laughing Right then he shows me his, his bedroom he has samurai swords everywhere. Fucking there's <laughs> dude, there's John Wayne fucking posters, all this Native American artwork everywhere. Like I think he might have got from like a, a war room Native there. Americans. Yeah, like I'm um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, when I when I raided every village. That's a, Donald's like you
3: see that guy he used to own this land. <laughs> like <Yeah>. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
2: I honestly think like he's got Native American. His book collection is like the autobiography of Ron DeSantis. Like he has the autobiography of Ron DeSantis, uh, like all the all the Trump books. Dude, it is – then he – I go to his bedroom, right? It, and by the way, the place is immaculate. It's a fucking – it's a wonderful place. Uh, and I'm so happy to see Don living like this, right? Uh, except, uh, he goes, look, look at this. He goes under his pillow. There's five guns. Under and I'm like, bro, like I'm like Don. Are you being raided?
0: Might as well. Uh, uh, like, like he like, says. He says, how many enemies do you have? I look at him. I said, none
3: <laughs> anymore. You yeah, know the crazy yeah, thing yeah. is, I'm surprised that uh, Don's wife didn't get at least three of those five guns in the divorce. Like, I can't believe oh, uh, how, how many were in the, oh, the pillow before. That's what I want to know. Oh, I pissed her off
0: because I moved them. I moved them all when his shit started.
2: You know yeah. so <laughs> I don't understand like why you need five guns like I mean by this one gun under the pillow I could kind of understand, but like like, <laughs> like like why do you and, and they were like Uzi. I told you
3: because the guns are sleeping under the pillow for their safety like that's what <laughs> <done>.
2: <laughs> one of them was like an Uzi. it was like a, it was like an AK it was like you one of those things you see dude, it was unbelievable. the place was unbelievable. uh and, and then he has a bathtub. He has two like beautiful bathtubs. One of them is like an old bathtub that you see like in the westerns. You know, like the, the tub, clawfoot. like a
3: trough
2: with
0: <laughs> a clawfoot. It's a clawfoot bathtub, not a trough.
3: They had a trough with the lady standing by it with a boiling,
0: boiling yeah. Uh, yeah. canister of water or something. <laughs> yeah, the, the madam from the whorehouse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> then I'm asking him. I'm like. Uh, I'm like, hey, man, he he like shows me his pride trophy that he got from beating Ken Shamrock, which is awesome, uh which was like the fact that I got the hell of that, but I'm like where are you where are your, your belts from the UFC? oh they're at Bill's house I, like, I don't know who the fuck Bill is like or why his right. belts are at Bill's house, you know um then he shows me a wrestling trophy he got for, like las Vegas open nineteen eighty eight he goes, oh, we had to wrestle here. the tournament went till two thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: three it was three in the morning you twit (laughs) that's
3: like like one of the jujitsu things you go to where you're the only competitor in the division by the end of the day because everybody's left so they're like okay masters division above 200 pounds and you're the only guy there and they're like all right, everybody's already left you (laughs) are (laughs) gold (laughs) medalist.
1: it it was
2: so then I'll go hey uh, then he has a barn right there's no animals in the barn it's just a barn right not anymore (laughs) yeah he tells you I go, uh, he goes, my girlfriend has 45 goats. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why do you have, why does your girlfriend have 45? Because she's bored. <laughs> like, it makes her happy.
0: Right. Dude,
2: yeah, it, it makes
0: looks- her happy. It may, that's the key. It makes her happy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And his that age- way she's <laughs> That way she's yelling at the goats, not me.
2: Dude, then my friend asked him, right? Because I asked him, I go, I was telling my friend my friend doesn't know about MMA, so I'm telling him all about Don's fights. I'm like, dude, he fucked Ken Shamrock, and he broke both his ankles. And he goes, yeah, ankles like this, they look like Hillary Clinton's. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were nasty.
0: They were nasty looking boy. I was
2: like, it was the, it was one of the most fun. Dude, me and my friend have been talking about that Don for the last two days. We have been laughing and like. Like we you are the last outlaw rebel cowboy in the world. Uh the last real
3: American man <laughs> left.
2: You know what it felt like, Sean? Remember the sandlot? Remember when he gets the ball back from James Earl Jones? <laughs> Remember, like
3: No. No. I didn't even uh, know James Earl Jones was in the sandlot. That's the most surprising part of that. Yeah, story. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> he gets his baseball back and James Earl played for the Yankees or something. It was like it was like, I don't know. And like he was did I I've never felt more of a badass than in Don Fry's house. In my life uh it was it was per- it was it was amazing it was uh and his, and his dog he has this dog right this cute female dog that like a little that that wants to wrestle with him at all times so the dog's obsessed with him yeah this dog <laughs> Dude, this dog has it has it has one tooth coming up right
1: Damn. and
2: then it and then it rotates so the other two like, like, like an hour later this tooth is the one that's, like, <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> awesome I should add, I'll give you some tips on how to open a safe. I told you about how I can't get my safe open in my secret room at my house, right? And now I have like yeah, yeah. I have a real problem now because I have a secret room and a safe that can't be moved, but a safe I can't get open that may or may not contain hundreds of thousands of dollars of valuables. So, like, it's a real problem.
0: So, yeah. Um, well, just tell Adam Hunter, he'll get on this podcast and tell everybody in the world <laughs> about it. Yeah. Right. What's your secret. Your secret. That's he, yeah. he was like, when you're going to Don's
3: house, you're going to go up this dirt road for it about did, a month. Yeah. There's going to be a it bunch did. of mailboxes. I don't even know. Where
2: did you even find that place, Don? You
0: know what, partner? I was living down in Hereford and, you know, we wanted to move because we both had an ex spouse in, in that town. And so I just looked it up back in the newspaper. These are the newspaper days, you know? And uh, we drove up here, look at. Uh, piece of land, and it wasn't good, so we just started driving around and followed a for sale sign. You know, shit.
3: It's not, it, I mean, I it, figured Don went and claimed it, like he just went there and stuck the fry flag in the ground. His
2: back, Sean, his backyard is all mountains, and I'm like, but I'm like, is this where you shoot illegals? Like, I, I could just picture him
0: with right. like, he's got all kinds of, he's got all kinds of, <laughs> dude. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. They just fall. They fall into one of the old mine shafts up in the mountain there. They were see it. Yet.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was it was so much fun. Uh, it I, it was it was hilarious, but it was fun. Um, and I was telling him. So, by the way, so Mark Kerr came to my 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 show. Right. Right. Mark Kerr, who looks great, by the way, this was the best Mark Kerr has looked in about 20 years.
3: Like, yeah, like Pride 2001 or something probably. Like,
2: I didn't even recognize him. Like, uh, I guess he met this girl who's like a sober coach who's like beyond hot. Like, I thought she was like an exotic dancer or something. And I went on her Instagram and she's like super positive. And I guess she helped clean him up. Your wife's gonna know. love that you thought she
3: was a stripper, so you went on her Instagram. <laughs> like <I'm laughs> for it. Well,
2: well, she, she 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 added me. Um and uh but yeah, so uh I was he told me that like I was like, what was it like working with Brock? And he said he said it was hard because he was the al- he's used to being the alpha. And then when Brock came, Brock was the alpha and Brock would just have him show up at like practice at like six in the morning. But practice wouldn't start till like noon just to yeah. have just to have him
3: there. Like, yeah, I've heard several Brock stories like that. Like, his coach pulls you aside, like, tells Pat Barry, Brock doesn't like getting hit, so go about 30%. And he's like, okay, well, is he going 30%? Yeah, yeah, he's going to go light, too. And then Brock is trying to take your head off. And um, if you don't like it, you can leave the camp, you know, like, if you want to hit him back. So,
1: so,
2: so, so it's crazy. Uh, so, I did a show on – I did this marijuana show. I did a show where it's Everyone's Stoned. And, like, you want to go up early in the show because everyone is beyond <laughs> big. Like – People are taking, like, next level, like, seven, eight edibles. They have, like, flamethrowers. It's like a marijuana convention before every show. Like, everyone's, like, telling you about trying to pass you on this and that. You got to try this. You got to try that. So I-, I booked this guy, Mike Binder. And Mike Binder is, like, a comedic legend in a lot of ways. He's, like, directed all these movies. He did the show Mind of a Married Man. He di- directed the last two Bill Burr specials. He's, like, probably about 60 Real he like wrote and directed Blank Man back in the day, but which I thought was a oh. hilarious movie.
3: But, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he directed your buddy uh, who wrestling coaches movies. I was gonna say, I don't know if that's a exactly, yeah, legendary director, but maybe in that industry.
2: So I invited him to the show, and this he has been so like he's like been sober for a lot, I don't know, 40 years, but like you go into this room and you're like stoned within five minutes, like not even smoking. Like that's like you you like you would get high showing. So he, he he goes to the stage. And I'm so used to, like, when my kid falls, not reacting because, you know, as you know, the, the kid, your kid falls. If you, if she sees that, you're like, oh, she's going to start crying. Right and, same, right. and same with wrestling. Same when I coach wrestling. If I, if I, if the, the kid sees that I'm making a big deal of it, like, so this guy's walking to the stage and he trips and, like, falls on his head, basically, on the way to the stage. And I, I thought he might have broke his hip, but I didn't react because I'm so used to not reacting. And I'm like... You know, I almost wanted to be like. You're tough. You're tough. You know, like you're, you're like. I wanted to like.
1: <laughs> you can do it, big
2: boy. Come on, <laughs> dude. Then I'm on stage, and there's a girl in a in a, a wheelchair, right? And uh, and I'm doing jokes about how people in wheelchairs. Like, she's f- laughing, and I'm like, oh, I got ahead head from a girl from a wheelchair one time. I wheeled her back and forth, and I was like, where should I come? And she's like, on my rim, you know. And and this girl's laughing. She's dying laughing. So she's a good sport. And, and then I, and then at the end and she's wearing a veteran hat like a like an army hat or something. So I'm like, oh, were you in the military? And she's like, yeah, you know, that's how I uh, that's how I got injured. So everyone's uh, applauding yeah. her, and I'm like, you know, you're a hero. But then afterwards, she looked at me and I was like, so where did you uh where where are you where did you serve? And she said, oh, America. I go, no, but what, like where, like, like where Chicago.
1: Yeah. Chicago I,
2: was like, I was like, did you serve overseas? And she's like, no, no, I never I never got deployed. So I'm like, okay. I don't want to like, well, how'd you lose your leg? So I go, oh, okay. So then I was like, well, you know, if you don't mind me asking, she's like, oh, it's top secret information. Uh, And I go, okay. And she goes, I can't even get the file on myself. Like, like, like I'm, I'm classified and I'm like, dude, this, is this person, is
1: that,
3: (laughs) I that's, either really, that's either really true or a really big lie. It's two. Yeah, <laughs> either yeah. definitely true or the biggest lie ever.
0: Big, big one. Yeah, big one. Yeah, I'm
2: like, uh, okay, all right. So then, uh, yeah. So that that was that. And so then, dude. Then I'm in Arizona, and my wife and daughter Call me up. Like, hey, Adam, we got a surprise for you because my, my my birthday is Saturday. We got a birthday present. Want to know what it is? I'm like, what is it? They're like, we got you a dog. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I go, what dog? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, we're getting, no, like, we're like, no, we didn't get one yet. We're getting it for you. I said, thank you so much, but I don't really, I don't really want a dog, Uh, you know, because I go on the road all the time and then we can't get, and then you guys can't come. And then we just had a dog, you know, what happened to my last dog? And then the, my daughter's like, well, I want a dog. And my wife's like, too bad we're getting one. I'm like, all, all right, well, how is this my birthday? Okay. So I'm like, all right, get a big dog then. No, I want a little one. All right, just just then get a little dog. So then then they, they call me from from the the pound, right? And they're like, Oh, Violet loves this dog and it's a cute dog, and it just t- turned in right before then I get a text saying the dog is a heart murmur. Okay, I go, I go, I go, what? So they're like, you gotta take it to the cardiologist on Monday <laughs> and the vet. They don't, <laughs> they don't know how long it has to live.
1: <laughs> I, go, I go
2: I go, You can't get this dog. Why not? I go, because it's going to be we don't have ten thousand dollars right now to spend on a dog oh and then she's my wife and then they're like oh it's not about the money it's about saving the dogs i go listen we don't even have it they should have told you this before you got the dog uh i'm sorry but what if, it, if they don't know how long they're like they go they don't think it's going to last very long no. <laughs> they're telling you they don't know what's wrong with it it's probably not gonna i go all right so then and so then then now my daughter's crying and everyone's sad right so i'm like so then yesterday we go on craigslist and uh and there's a dog and the guy's like i'm like how much for this dog and the guy says like 800 dollars. i'm like i'll give you a, you know basically half that and he's like all right i got a what dog. Kind of dog well we we, we, what kind? we we just got it we, we we picked it up
0: so you paid four hundred dollars for that
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> he, didn't,
1: he like obviously didn't a pay a by the pound
0: hundred. That's two hundred dollars a pound, man. Yeah. Come on, this
2: dog is this dog is so sweet. Uh, it's not a dog It's
0: a fucking free rat. <laughs> it was, it
2: was five hundred?
0: Does, does, it, does it even bark? Or does it just eat cheese and scurry so, around the house?
2: So far, she just cries. All she does is she, she she's she's uh, eight weeks old and she misses her mom and her her her, her dad. And she only has one vaccine. She just, got, she just got news her mom has a heart
3: murmur and no one will no one will save her. She's at the pound. So <laughs> yeah,
2: she just got a vaccine, but she only has one vaccine shot. So we can't have her around near animals. And
3: and the vaccine's what happened to the other dog that has the heart murmur, I bet. I bet that developed it after you got it vaccinated.
2: Yeah, like I'm like what uh, So now I'm the bad guy for, for, for getting like I didn't want the dog To begin with and now because You know but so yeah we got this She's really sweet her name is Rosie And uh but the problem is the cats All want to like hey. eat her The cats want to eat yeah, her I got,
0: I, got, I got news for you Her you, name's ID Rosie You go her any fucking thing you want Okay <laughs>
3: you paid $400 for
0: it
3: rename rename that
2: fucking rat $500 uh Uh, yeah so that was I've uh, got a great dog story for you
3: on topic Adam so uh the other day this guy I know um he was doing a bunch of work on my house right um and uh he's the one that helped me build the secret room so uh he hits me up going off on me saying that a dog that I sold him or that he got for me has like knee problems and it cost him $3000 to fix and all this and that and uh, the more he, I just keep letting him go I keep letting him go I'm like do you mean the dog the $4000 dog that I gave you for free for doing a good job on my house like that dog cuz you were obsessed with it that one has a knee problem and you want me to pay to fix it now the free dog I gave you that's a $4000 dog and so this dude's going on and on, like, well, I mean, I don't blame you. I'm like, why would you blame me? Like, what do you like? What do you like? Yeah. They do something to the dog's knee, like, or whatever, you know? Well, they said it's a genetic thing. I'm like, yeah, most diseases are, you know, most diseases are genetic. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you back everything you paid for the dog.
1: <laughs> I'll give
3: you back every dime. But it, I, it, the next day he hit me, I said, sorry, man, I was I was drunk, you know, or whatever like that. But that dog really is costing me a lot of money. I'm like, I, okay, like, you know what I mean? Or whatever, like, I don't. You got if I give you a car for free and the transmission blows out, it's a year ago. Like yeah. I, I give you a car for free and the transmission blows in a year, you're gonna call me and be like, Hey you're gonna fix this transmission, right? Like if it's I, a woman,
0: yeah, if it's a woman, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't blame you. <laughs> They'll blame you for everything. When it needs some tires or gasoline, don't fucking blame
3: you.
2: oh god
0: yeah that was my that was my friday night
3: i'm getting those texts i'm like he's going off at 2 a.m about how it's all my fault and you're you know passing these dogs off with genetic problems i'm like dude i i sold nine dogs from that litter have not had one problem with any of them they all year old i have two of those dogs in my house like there's nothing wrong with any of them you just maybe you don't know how to take care of a dog you know like it's uh it's ridiculous plus you got taken advantage of that can be fixed with physical therapy and cortisone injections and instead, he just takes it, and they're like, yep, got to operate. It needs double knee replacement. And I'm like, dude, they're going to have you – they're going to have do, – doing back surgery on my dog before you know it because you're getting taken, you know? Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, so
2: the uh, fights, the fights. So I I got taken on uh, Rosenstruik. I thought this guy legitimately was going to be the next big thing. When I first started watching him fight, I'm like, this guy, okay, he had a, he had a, a, you know, a terrible fight against Nganu, but, you know, this guy, he just got – <laughs> the shipping out of them uh quickly But i guess they're calling them the brazilian khabib uh, by almeida uh where did you think of that main event sean
3: i didn't actually see that one i actually lost interest what always happens is i'm watching these ufc fights and it's either two guys that weigh 110 pounds or two women that weigh 140 pounds and that's when i start losing interest in the event like if it's either two women fighting or two really tiny men fighting i'm always like i'm gonna see if roadhouse is on and like change the you know change <laughs> the channel or something start looking like for anything else then i forget the uh forget the fc still on so
2: yeah so that was uh that was what happened there uh he basically took it down uh he could kind of you know Rosenstreet submitted him quickly you know uh and this dude's gonna be a problem at heavyweight um he's got you know heavyweight with good jujitsu strong guy he's he's good um so how big is he? He looked like he
3: looked real ripped up, like a hundred and forty pound or 145-pound fighter in the pictures I saw like before the uh the time's really event. Is he real is he like built like in Ghana or am I crazy? He no, he is. He's he's
2: ripped, he's good. Um I didn't know if he was, you know, if it was un- if he was untested, yada yada, but I mean yeah. he every I just knew they said when he says
3: fighting Rose Street, I was like, wait, that dude's a heavyweight because he looks like he'd be a you know little muscular guy, you know, or whatever. But uh I don't know how big he is. I'm look.
2: So the Anthony Smith uh, lost hasn't really looked that great in a while. Johnny Walker beat him. Uh, it was a, you know... Somewhat competitive, but I mean, Johnny Walker beat him up pretty bad. But during the fight, did you see what happened?
0: All right. So wait, wait, was it competitive or did he get beat up pretty bad?
2: I kind of can't remember because I was laughing so hard at you that, that like, I, I honestly, like, you were making me, you were killing me, and I kept looking at my friend, going, I can't believe this, this John, that Don Fry's is a real person, uh, and like having <laughs> such such a good time, <laughs> but like, but he he got he he got beat up. But during the fight, I didn't catch this. He's, he started yelling at, uh, at, at Johnny Walker. This is what he says. So he goes, uh, you're attacking my family. Look.
3: So he kept saying, you're attacking Wait, my family. Did they have him mic'd up somehow? What is going on? Like, how are they getting that clear of uh, audio?
2: Yeah, I mean, so is he trying to, mo- I guess he's trying to motivate himself. To the fight by saying you're attacking my family, but the guy's like, I don't even know your family. So, so look, he's saying it to a guy who doesn't speak English that well.
3: Did he kick him in the balls or something? Like you're attacking my future family? Like what's going on? <laughs> it, it, was, on there, it was
2: it, it was crazy. Uh, Sean, did you ever try to, like, motivate yourself uh, during a fight and, like, talk to yourself and say stuff out loud like that?
3: Uh, yeah, I would actually be ashamed to say what I did to motivate myself in my first fights because I had to get to the point where I really hated the person to hurt him. So I would imagine them doing the most terrible things you could imagine someone doing to you, and then I would go out and then people would be like, I've never seen you like that before. That was kind of scary when you kept punching him in the face even after he was out, but then it was, you know, like, uh, actually, it was weird because once, after my fourth or fifth fight, I didn't have to be mad anymore. It just becomes like a job. Like, you just go out there and just do it, you know, but uh, I preferred uh, being mad before I fought because then the fear goes away, you know, like any kind of nervousness goes away. Uh, but yeah, that's a, maybe he's talking about, maybe he was trying to motivate himself. You know, he had that, he had that crazy dude on meth breaking his house yeah, and almost beat him up. That dude needs to be training to fight because uh, Anthony Smith said, dude, here I am, a trained fighter, way bigger than this dude, and I fought him for 20 minutes and couldn't keep him here and his wife is like stabbing the guy or Hitting him over the head with stuff, and the, the guy just keeps fighting. Like uh, maybe that's what he was doing. Did, did anybody ask him about it? Did they?
2: I, I think he kind of went radio silent. Um, Don, yeah. do you ever have Do you ever have to talk to yourself, or do you ever anybody talk to you during a fight? No, no, I never. You know, I I knew I was there.
0: Yeah, you yeah. Know, you start talking, you an get opportunity getting your jaw broke. You know, so I always <laughs> get my mouth shut.
3: Don's too busy listening to the voices in his head. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I don't have to talk to myself. Like that. I got plenty of plenty of people talking to me.
2: So that was uh that was that. Um and then so there was a there was one fight that was the funniest fight. So this girl, Mandy Bone against uh her her last name was 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 Kim. It was the, the girl fight I showed you. So the one girl, the, the Asian girl lost four in a row, the other girl lost three in a row. So they, they both needed a win. So the girl the Asian girl is, is like winning, like like hurts the girl quickly, like hurts her and then loses. because She gets taken down. Right. Then in the second round. Oh, then they, the ref goes at the end to like she's on top. So the other goes on top of her. I think it was after the after the first round or second round. The ref separates them because the round ended and she kicks the girl in the stomach like after the round ended like get the fuck off me kind of a thing you know right. which was hilarious which don then said she should get an extra point for that like she should be given a point like don thought right. that was actually cuz i was like don she? so she gets a point taken away so now she has to win the third round right cuz now it's like even if she wins the round then it's a draw kind of best case scenario so right. she gets so she gets the girl and her corner is yelling at her like don't don't tie up don't tie up and of all she's doing, of course, is tying up and right. clinching her. And then the girl puts a one hand down. So she knees the girl in the face when she has one hand down. So then, right. then the girl says she can't see. The girl who got a knee can't see, right?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which,
2: which clearly, and then even like the, the announcement, Dominic Cruz and I think it was DC, they're like, Oh, she can see. Come on. Like, even there, like, <laughs> like there. <laughs> Like they're like she can th- so then it goes to a decision. She, she's trying to steal. She's trying to steal
0: um, spot. You know, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Then that girl wins. I mean, even Cormier was like, they're doing everything they possibly can. This girl's doing everything she can to lose this fight. Like it was such a winnable fight for this girl, and if she hadn't kicked the girl after the round was over, uh, and followed by like the knee, she would have won. So then it was pretty funny because. The whole time, Dominic, I don't know what got into him, but Keith Peterson, you know, he hates Keith Peterson.
3: No nonsense, Keith Peterson. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Oh, so yeah, Keith that, Peterson that
2: stopped the fight between Dominic and Henry Cejudo. And Cruz said that Keith smelled like cigarettes and beer and that he shouldn't have done that. So he's hated him. For for, for for years, he's hated him since then.
3: That's and the first time Dominic Cruz has ever been mad about a guy being pulled off of him. Like, I heard that was, like, the only time Dominic Cruz has ever complained to that a man was pulled off the top of him. But,
2: once again, I've seen Don with the prettiest...
0: Right. Not <laughs> uh, so. uh, too soon. He complains on the pull-off too soon. Time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: So you can tell that Dom doesn't like, I don't, uh, Fry left. So you can tell that like Dom doesn't like Keith Peterson. Right. Because right. So this time he just flipped out. I don't know what got into him. Maybe it was too early, but he's like, <laughs> Oh, he goes, great. It's all nonsense. Keith Peterson. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I might've become a Dominic Cruz fan just now. <laughs> Dude, then he goes, then they go, uh, uh he goes, they go, Keith Peterson is gonna be refing five out of the next eight fights. And Dom goes, that's reassuring.
3: <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's amazing. That's awesome.
2: So DC's now laughing at Dom. Like, like, right. come on, Dom. He goes, I'm just saying, fucking. And he goes, This guy's all nonsense. Like, 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 like he's just basically cursing the ref. Like it became a roast. Keith Peterson right. roast halfway through the thing. I want to go back and watch that now. Which fight was that? Uh it, it was like, it was, I don't know which fight it was, but it was throughout every fight, Dom just had a, something. Oh, he just a, kept going? Yeah. About
3: yeah. yeah I'm going to go back and rewatch it just for that. That's amazing. Because- I know before I fought, um, when Age Levine was refing my, or not, uh, was it e? yeah Eves Levine, somebody asked me who was refing my fight, and the only ref I knew at that point was Big John McCarthy. I didn't know any of the refs. You know, it was one of my first fights I've seen. And uh, I said, Eves Levine, the guy goes, oh, good luck. Like one of the other fighters. And I was like, why? What happened? He said, dude, just good luck with that one. And sure enough, like Eves Levine was telling me that I wasn't allowed to touch his neck during the fight. Like I wasn't allowed to hold him down by his throat. He's like, get your hand off his throat. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm not allowed to like, like hold him down like that. And he was like, no, And then he just was like yelling out weird stuff like that. You know what I mean? And they like, just telling me to stop uh, doing things I thought were legal. It was crazy. Remember when Barone full on attacked the ref? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> he threw a punch and it did nothing. The ref didn't get hurt at all. Like, who was that? He punched the ref in the face and the ref didn't even react. Like, from uh it was from the bottom. He was on the yeah. Who was he fighting? He, God, I someone. Was, he yeah. He pulled the ref pulled the guy wow, off him and, and punched him. Yeah.
2: So so that uh so then so then Gabe Green right who probably it was like the first fight of the night may have had the worst game plan I've ever seen. He's fighting this guy Brian Battle. And Gabe goes out there like prime Vanderlei Silva. You know how like Vanderlay. no, remember Vitor Belfort, Vanderlei Silva, when he just right. goes forward and just like, you know, one, two? Right. Well, he did that, but the problem was every one of his punches missed because he's like <laughs> – the other guy is like three inches taller than him. So he basically couldn't reach. So the other guy just backed up and just knocked him out. Like with it, it was the third fastest – uh, knockout in the history of that division, but it was all because this guy
3: because <laughs> he watched because uh, he watched Peter Belfort's fight with Vader. They one too many times right before he went out. Like that's what he was thinking about. It's like I'm gonna come out swinging just like Peter Belfort. <laughs> Dude, then the other guy starts <laughs> crying <laughs> when he wins, and then
2: Don Fry is like, you know, criminy. Uh, the guy cries. Imagine losing to a guy who cries, uh, <laughs> like. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's that is worse. Like if you cry after you lose, that's somewhat understandable. But if you're the other guy is crying after he beat you. That's that's <laughs> insult to injury for sure, dude.
2: Uh, yeah, then uh, then so then uh, yeah, and uh, then uh, what else? Oh, then Ian Gary beat D Rod, the guy who had 500 prison fights. Um,
3: <laughs> nice, even number.
2: Uh, lost to uh, this guy, Ian Gary, the guy who ordered him marrow. He, he, so the night before the fight. Uh, Ian Gary, the guy missed weight, um, because he, he, uh, Ian Gary sent him a, a pizza and weed the night before weigh-ins.
1: That's <laughs> not a bad, uh, not a bad plan.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so then now, and Ian Gary looked great. And I, you could tell the UFC is pretty freaking happy because, uh, they, they, they like want, you know, a star, especially a star from Ireland. Um now did you watch the KSI? Isn't there like
3: two stars besides Conor McGregor? Isn't there like three other stars from Ireland now? There's that guy, there's the Patty guy, there's some other guy that thinks he looks like Conor McGregor. It's like uh it's a lot of Irish guys, man.
2: I think Patty Midland
3: Oh, is he? I yeah, thought yeah. he was Irish.
2: Yeah, yeah, Patty Schminlin. So did you watch the KSI fight?
3: I didn't even know he fought again. No. So, <laughs> I'm still not sure who KSI is. I know he's British, but so uh he's uh,
2: this guy I, he's that became huge on Twitch and he's a rapper and he beat Logan Paul twice. I think maybe one of them was a draw. And he's yeah. got like he's got pretty good boxing skills. So he fights this guy Joe Fournier who has a million followers. I'm not sure what he does either. He I have no idea who this guy is, but he's 10 and 0 as a boxer or 9 and 0 and he went to distance to get David Hay, right? So everyone's like, "Oh, he's going to lose to a boxer." So KSI wins, but he elbowed him. Look, I'll show you guys. Tell me what you think should happen because He did get the knockout, but it didn't, but it was by an elbow in a boxing match. Oh, here, I'll show you. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts getting in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at fanduel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? But I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose, how great is that? Okay, visit FanDuel.com/slash/Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only ten dollars first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable and bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. help org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. I got to talk to you about HelloFresh. First of all, what is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get fresh farmed, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You got to skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Number one. All right. You can make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh Wholesome ingredients delivered to your door. No lines, no hassle, no gas, all that other stuff that you get to get there. No, just great tasting meals you can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of home. Sounds good to me. HelloFresh has 40 weekly recipes to choose from for all meal occasions, lifestyles and preferences. Okay, take your pick from meals like soy glazed salmon with rice, or mushroom and chive risotto. That sounds delicious. I'm in. Now, me and my wife, we've been doing home-cooked HelloFresh, and it has been delicious. Delicious, okay? It saves us time. It saves us money. We're in. So just go to HelloFresh.com slash Roasted60. Use the code Roasted60 for 60% off, plus free shipping, okay? HelloFresh.com slash Roasted60. All right. Hello, fresh America's number one meal kit. Go check it out. So here he is. So, so here he is. He, he like lands that one, right? And then watch. He lands that That's one because Joe. Oh, <laughs> oh And then he, and then he wins, and the ref doesn't disqualify him or nothing. Like they just. Um, what do you think should have happened?
3: I think they should have hired no nonsense. Keith Peterson to referee that fight and make sure that didn't happen. Cause that would look like some nonsense to me, but I think uh, if there's no instant replay, I think if you're, I think if your elbow hits them, that's just the brakes, right? In Boxing. Cause I think that's just what it is. You know? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I know you can't do it on purpose, but I think it is just, if it, if it, if it connects, it connects. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so the other guy didn't make the count. He's saying it's bullshit. KSI is saying, you know, he he wants, I don't know, somebody next. And then uh, he wants Fury next. Uh, Who was there? Tyson Fury's brother, whatever his name is. Oh, Um,
1: yeah. And
2: then Jake Paul says, you didn't really win. That's bullshit. You know, this is a fake fight or something. And how they're trying to make the other guy against Tyron Woodley. Jake Paul's
3: telling other people their fights are fake. <laughs> what world have we stepped into? Like, you know what's crazy is it used to be a boxer would try to transition into doing like a podcast or being a famous YouTube guy. Now it's like it's a requirement. If you do YouTube videos, you also have to box. Like, it's like, you no, know, you're going to have to box now later on in your career if you're going to continue this YouTube stuff. Like, it's.
2: I, I don't even know who any these people are, but. Like they're all influencers. Like th- this guy Anthony Taylor, who I knew, who was actually an MMA fighter. He fought some guy named Salt Poppy. Have you heard of? Salt-
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> Salt, Salt Poppy sounds like something someone gives you in your Easter basket. Like what's that <laughs> Salt Poppy?
2: <laughs> so um, yeah, so Salt Poppy. So um, yeah, and now uh, now Tim, have you heard of whole, the whole Tim Elliot thing?
3: No, I know who he is, but I haven't heard anything about him.
2: All right, so this whole J- – so James Krause, like, that whole team, it started with, like, they were on fire. Like, they were – that glory MMA was on fire. And then, <sighs> then it went from that to Krause is being investigated for gambling. He's not allowed to watch fights. The, the guy that they said that might have thrown a fight, the other guy, they, uh, they banned Jeff Molina. I don't know what Jeff Molina did, but he's now banned – then he came out as bisexual – because there was a video of him that he was like either sucking a cock or getting his cock sucked. And then he's just announced, Hey, listen, you know, I like men and women. <laughs> so then
3: then I'm transgendered. So please don't investigate in the FBI because that makes everything better. <laughs>
2: and then and then that girl, Megan Anderson said that like nobody, that they didn't train her and that Laura Senko was having an affair with James Krause. So she alluded to that. And then Jeff Molina said that that girl was a, uh, was drunk all the time. it just, it, it, and now it keeps getting worse. So there's a girl that like, I used to date for a little bit who, I think you met her. She uh, Her name is Gina Mazzani. And she's a nice girl, cool girl. You know, we, we, we ended things amicably just, just like, you know, it wasn't going to work on a couple of days, but she was she's a nice person. Uh, nothing against her. So she married Tim Elliott. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I liked Tim Elliott. And one time, I was at a. I was actually at this fight, right, watching, and Gina Bazzano was fighting. And me and my friend snuck down to get better seats, right? Of course, I'm in Tim Elliott's seat. Out of all the seats, it's a guy who is now dating a girl that I dated. And I'm like, great. So he's like, oh, I think you're in my seat. I'm like, oh, my bad. He goes, nah, man, you were here first. Now, I didn't know what that meant. Like, I <laughs> thought that meant, like, I was <laughs> – <laughs> So luckily he meant like I was in your seat first because I didn't say what. So anyway, so Tim Elliott married Gina and I thought that they were doing great and he was training her and she changed her life and like it was all like going to be like great. Like it was all like so then Tim Elliott tweets, right? He's got a picture of uh... and it actually made Fox News, right? So I'm not like speaking out of turn here. Um so I want to actually read the actual tweet uh cuz it says Tim Elliott wh- where is he I think he might have uh deleted it it a- cuz it actually made the uh basically so he goes let me see uh and and he didn't delete it right let me see he goes uh oh no, I mean, maybe he did maybe he did actually delete it maybe he's being sued um he goes, this is uh Tim Elliott shit. Tim Elliott tweet. Cause that because my I'm not gonna be able to do it justice. Talks amongst yourself, guys. Uh Tim is.
0: <laughs> God, Sean, do you think you can get a real um, um, host on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, okay. we, need, yeah.
3: we need Greg here to talk when Adam's doing his research, because I'm just okay. having a so to help us out.
2: So this is what Tim writes, right? He goes, you want to see something gross? This is my quote, wife.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> reading vows. Oh, you're back. Reading vows to my daughter on our wedding night. It's a picture of Gina talking to his daughter. The guy holding the microphone was my friend and teammate. My wife cheated on me with this guy the same night. And uh. they have had a relationship the entire marriage. And then he says, Gina Mazzani. Right? So uh, he posted this, uh, and I'll show you guys a picture. And the fighter is, uh, and the guy in question that he's talking about is also a fighter from that camp. Um, hold on, let me see. So this is it, right? So you, you guys see? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's uh it's Kevin Kroon, right? So now it that that tweet got like nine million views, ten million views. Wow. Uh, no, ever- how many
3: followers does he have? <laughs>
2: He only has sixteen thousand. That's weird. Uh, so, like, it, uh, Fox News picked it up. Uh, all kind that's so. All these people picked it up, and then this is Kevin Krum. You could see them together. Um, this Tim, Gina. Uh, look, I I don't know what happened here, um, but a lot of people are like, "Why would you tell the whole world that?" Right? Like, why? If that happened, why would you go on? At the same time, I mean.
3: You know, <laughs> he probably just thought he was telling 16,000 followers. He probably didn't know if he know it was going to be on Fox News, he probably would have chosen his words a little more carefully. Like I know I would,
0: but the yeah, word would have been thing. safe. He would have been safe if CNN picked it up, you know,
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> 75 people would have seen it and been like, Well, yeah,
2: <laughs> but the worst part is that Kevin Croom allegedly liked the tweet, he actually liked it. Oh, uh, the guy, so. Yeah. Uh,
3: I, I heard that uh, James Krause gave three to one odds that marriage wouldn't last. That's what's crazy. Like I heard he was running a uh, running odds before him. I like guess uh, this marriage ain't going to last. So I'll give anybody three to one. So
2: I, I actually DM Tim because I know him. And I was like, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit, you know, and he, he seemed like he was in better spirits. But man, um, damn. Like, first of all, like your wedding night. Like what, when does that? Where even
3: that's what I wonder where. That's what I asked. Why would you let her out of the fucking room
0: on your wedding night? You know, <laughs> Jeez, a little you're supposed, on, to keep, supposed to keep keep him busy that fucking night. You know, <laughs> I mean, someone's got to do it. I had my ex-wife doing dishes that night. You know, but right, <laughs> yeah, they got to be done. <laughs> yeah, I got dishes and laundry, babe. Come on, get up to it. Let's get used to this. we married.
2: <laughs> oh god, I mean it's, it's all bad. So now uh man, I feel bad. I feel bad for for everyone involved in that situation. Um if that happened, that's awful. I, I don't know what Gina and
0: Wait, Heather you and you feel bad for the guy cheating?
2: No, what? no, I don't the feel bad for those one? two. I don't I don't feel bad for those two.
0: And the wife? I, right, I do feel bad wife, for everybody. The wife's a whore. Bad. The the wife <laughs> is a whore. You know, there there's a lot of that going around in this fucking country nowadays.
2: <laughs> true i mean but man your teammate how do you fuck your teammates girl like i mean what 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 the hell is kevin kroom thinking
3: um I obviously wasn't thinking it was the other guy's wedding night because that's dude that's although i will say i don't know any rumors about james Crowell's cheating but i do know for a fact that when i was traveling with james Crowell, and i'm being serious there were some girls that were trying to hit on him and someone else that was there on our trip was trying to encourage him to go you know talk to him and hang out with him and james Crowell said dude I'm married. I love my wife. I don't cheat on her. I'm, I don't even give my, like, I'm not, he's like, Oh, they just want to take a picture with me. He said, I don't even leave that door open. Like no, I, and I actually respected the hell out of him for that. You know, he said, I don't even let the door open. I don't talk to other women. I don't DM other women. I don't anything. And uh, yeah, that would surprise me if uh, not that he, if he would cheat on, get on like fights, but uh, like cheating on his wife, it's probably, uh, I would, I, I would doubt that, but I don't know. Everybody's uh, I guess everybody's uh vulnerable at some point, but that would surprise me.
2: It's bad. I mean, the whole thing is bad. Um, Francis Ngannou signed with the PFL. How much money does the PFL have? Uh, I don't understand this business model of, like, just give everyone millions of dollars, but don't get anyone to have, like, support your pro- – it's crazy.
3: They're going to find out Hunter Biden is probably a partner, and I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Probably... And, and the Mexican drug cartels. All right. it uh. Well, the Chinese own UFC, so but they they don't like to pay. So uh, you know, it's not the Chinese. You know, <laughs> they just like they just like to steal things and dominate people. You know, without paying them properly.
3: Right. You know what's uh you know what's awesome, man? Is I keep hearing people say that Andon is an idiot. He walked away from an eight million dollar a fight contract, and it actually was a, he may have made up to $8 million to fight John Jones. There was nothing guaranteed. Like that's assuming it does 2 million buys and all this. And that's a one fight guarantee. If he's not the champ, he doesn't get a piece of the pay-per-view anymore. And then people are like, oh yeah, he just didn't, he he just doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't have any confidence. That's the UFC spin. He doesn't, he doesn't have any confidence in his ability. I'm like, well, why don't we turn that around and say, if you're so confident you can sell pay-per-views, if your marketing team is so good, just guarantee me a million buys on my next three pages. Right. It was like, what? You guys don't have any confidence in your ability to sell a fight? You know, like that's right. so stupid, man. They said he walked away from a uh, six fight, $8 million a fight, assuming he wins and is the champ. Yeah, but you lose against John Jones and you're back to $50,000.
2: Who is he going to fight in the PFL, though? I mean... Nobody they, for very long, I don't think. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, but will get paid for it. they will get paid handsomely for
2: it. I mean, the only thing I could think of is he goes into these fights thinking that because he's a look he's kind of arrogant he's, i mean he's a little cocky and he may overlook whoever he's fighting and that's the worst case scenario for him is he goes i don't have to train that hard i'm fighting this guy that's a bellator cast off or a guy that yada 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 and then he just gets he just gets knocked out and then it's all gone you know but that's that's the only danger because if he if he goes in there actually training like he like he thinks he could lose he's going to demolish everybody
0: you know i, I, I felt found- so I found him to be a really nice guy. A few years ago, they uh, had me go, go do a signing there in Las Vegas, and he was right next to me, you know, and which I didn't know his name was the Predator. I I'd have given him some shit, you know. <laughs> 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 Predator row, two Predators together, you know. I got little girls, girl, you know, shit would say like that. But, uh, <laughs> so, but, uh, he was uh, such a nice guy. And people would ask me, What do you think about this new the new fight? I saw they're not as tough, you know. I'm just giving them shit, you know. And then this Mexican guy with his girlfriend says, Hey, you know, he looks at Nagano and says, Hey, you hear this? What do you think about him talking about shit like this? And Nagano says, He's just joking, man. And I just lost it. I says, Look, dude, we don't need you coming over here stirring yeah. shit, stirring <laughs> shit with Yeah, no, he <laughs> and is he everybody's is. autographs. And, and your stern shit kind of caused problems, we don't need it. Besides the fact, if if I did uh, crumble and uh, say they're much tougher, they're better athletes, he would bitch slap me just on principle, and I would deserve it.
2: <laughs> no, you're right. He, he, he like came to a show, and I made so many jokes about him, just shitting on him and saying all this stuff. And then afterwards, he came and put me in a headlock, and then he's like, you're coming to the fight with me tomorrow. And I, I was like, I can't come to the fight. So, like, he's like, no, you have to come. So, I I, I went to the fight with him. Like, he was just. A...
3: <laughs> I love it The Don said a Mexican guy came up and then he said, we don't need you coming over here. Then his audio cut out. And well, that was it. I told him, we don't need you coming over here. And then the audio went
2: So, this week, we have Mackenzie Dern uh, versus Angela Hill as the main event. Uh, Mackenzie Dern is a girl that, Jiu-Jitsu Phenom, they were calling her the next big thing, has a win over Gabby Garcia in Jiu-Jitsu, which is pretty damn amazing. If you see Gabby Garcia, she's like, I don't know, maybe 200 pounds, which is nothing but muscle. At least, yeah. And the fact that Mackenzie beat her is pretty damn cool. Angela Hill started off living with her boyfriend at the gym. They were homeless. And uh, her boyfriend still trains her. And, you know, this should be a good fight. I think Angela Hill wins this fight. I think she's going to keep it on the feet. She's going to jab her to death. And uh keep her distance. What do you think, Sean?
3: Uh, yeah. It, if she can keep it standing, man, probably so. Angela Hill, uh, I've always uh rooted for her, especially since her grandparents were the first UFO abductees uh ever on record. Like that uh, that has nothing to do with anything, but it is true if you look it up. Um, <laughs> I like know her yeah. grandparents were like the first documented case that they were abducted by not the aliens. Don's talking about um, right. but, um, UFO aliens, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's hard to say. I don't really like women's fighting that much. Um had enough of it being married for 12 years, but uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. I probably won't watch it, but I'll be uh, rooting for Angela Hill. So. Don, who do you like? Well, that, it, it all depends on if uh, Mackenzie Dern
0: you know, in mean, fact, she's got more problem making weight than, uh, than anything, you know, yeah. so, I mean, it, so it may not happen.
2: That's true. It's funny but, though. Mackenzie Dern, meanwhile, she broke up with her boyfriend who was like a professional surfer. And they were married. Nicest guy, like just a cool. You ever meet someone that just like cool? You're like man, I, I wish I was that. cool. Most professional
3: surfers are.
2: One hundred percent. And got, I think the guy was like half black, had like cool hair, like it just was just like just that cool style. Just a yeah, cross, honey. Kind of. And then, uh and then I think they broke up because uh, all of a sudden, all his pictures got deleted from Instagram. Y- yeah, like when when girls do that, you know how like when girls they just all the pictures all of a sudden their boyfriend just go away. And then she's showing all these ass shots uh, of like shots of like her at the club, you know, with her butt out. And like, And my, I, I like showed my wife and I was like, uh, she's like, oh, she, he definitely cheated. That's how women, I guess, act when he when the guy cheats is mm-hmm. they show these. And um, and then, yeah. And then also. Uh, it was funny because my daughter was playing with their daughter who didn't speak English that well. And they were like three rolling around and her daughter kept going for triangles. And like arm bars and shit at like <laughs> three. At like three. Uh, 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 my kid was just confused. She didn't know what was going on. So we got this guy, undefeated fighter, Santos Verdinez. I forgot to tell you guys, by the way. Uh, this is how professional <laughs> we are. So this guy, I met him in Minnesota. He came to my fight. And I told him if he wins this fight, I'll get him on the podcast. All right. So you're here with Don Fry and Sean McCorkle. Uh, he's 2-0 and oh in the LFA uh, I met him. He was. He was. I couldn't believe he made the weight. He looked fat. He looked out of shape. Uh, he was about like what, fifteen over the week before.
0: God, he should hire you to promote him. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's uh, made him feel wonderful.
2: But he's uh, he's awesome. He's. Uh, are you Mexican? You Filipino? What's going on? Yep, Mexicano. Mexicano in Minnesota legally? <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, we, we won't discuss that over line
2: yeah <laughs> now how did you end up in minnesota are there a lot of mexicans in minnesota in a lot country,
4: of mexicans everywhere what yeah yeah <laughs> There's west There's Saint a lot paul, mexicans everywhere minnesota. man yeah. yeah uh i think so at least i mean west st paul has a good amount of them but yeah not right. where i was from though I, I grew up in a smaller town so i was one of the few few mexican guys out there
2: nice and uh you're kicking ass um you're undefeated uh, and now are you now you're undefeated pro? And now, now his, his his trainer, by the way, um, was a guy that I used to watch called The Baker, right? And he used to go in with a baking, uh, he was an actual baker and he wore like a baker hat, uh, to the to, to the thing that was his thing. And then, like, his wife was a baker, everyone hey, you le- should be the bomber. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, it's actually Cute. funny you bring that up because, uh, so, um, he actually, he looks at me and goes like, you got some landscaping experience, right? You, you got it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right now, I'm actually at the place right now. I'm hoping I'm doing some landscaping pulling in
2: and
4: oh. uh, got all the stuff here going on.
2: Oh, you're at the bakery. You're actually at the bakery.
4: Yeah, I'm at the bakery. Right? Yeah, I'm at the bakery right now. I. Uh, what is that? Um, he just needed some help landscaping. So I came out to help him out. That's nice. Now, what?
2: <laughs> What was your background? I'm not, doing
4: I'm not doing a very good job, though. I'm not. I'm not living up to my stereotype, uh, that's for sure.
2: No, you're great. You're great. You're great. Now, Santos, what's 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 your background? Wrestling, karate, jiu-jitsu.
4: I did a uh, wrestling for a couple of years, kind of late in uh, in high school, just because uh, smaller town. Um, I did football for most of my life, and then uh, last couple of years, I was like, oh, like you know, wrestling seems pretty fun, so I did that for the last couple of years. Nice. So, but I, I, I feel like it. Uh, Right after I started doing jujitsu, and uh, I felt like it was a really like I had a step ahead of everybody else who was just starting who didn't have any martial arts before that.
2: Got it, got it, got it. And you're young. How old are you? Twenty eight. Twenty eight years old. You're training out in uh, the cellar in Minnesota.
4: Oh, uh, I will. I just I just visited out there right now because I was checking out some uh, some of their wrestling program. Uh, but it was it was awesome. So I'm probably gonna start adding that to my training. Uh, but, um, right now I'm, before I was mainly at uh striking Institute, I'm nice. still at striking Institute, but I'm, do- I'm doing both now.
2: And you had a very, you had a very cute girlfriend.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
2: She, 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 she seemed very supportive.
4: <laughs> she was um, very supportive.
2: And I tried to watch your last fight, but Sean, you can't watch his fights anywhere. They're literally not online. He doesn't have, <laughs> he doesn't have them.
3: As I said, they on Bellator. do you sign with Bellator? Because I can't watch <laughs> them anywhere either. Apparently, but uh, yeah, no, yeah so, that, LFA doesn't upload them anywhere.
4: No, uh, well, not until you get on the main card. Um, it, it's yeah. So you basically got to wait to get on the main card to to have your fight streamed, and then. Uh, but if you're on the undercard, it's it's not gonna happen. I've uh, normally I have some someone like videotape for me. But um, they were pretty strict about last time about not recording at all. Security was getting pretty pretty aggressive on it. Um, I do have some videos. I could send those to you guys sometimes, but it, it's like from afar, though. So no, because I went to the watch the fight.
2: It said it was on SoundCloud. I'm like, how do I watch a fight on SoundCloud? This is like <laughs> fucking Just
4: bullshit. listen to it and imagine it. <laughs> imagine
3: going on. Uh, I, I didn't tell you watch- what, it's, it's better treatment than the UFC game. The UFC told me I could buy my, D- my DVD. Uh, when I was the co-main event at UFC 124, I wanted to get a copy of it. They said, yeah, you can get it at Best Buy. And I was like, I have to buy my own DVD that I was the co-main event on. And they're like, yeah. I was like, cool. I'll uh, I'll run by Best Buy and get it. I'm also, while I'm buying some of my top's trading cards that you made me sign 200 of them, so for free. I, I
2: did watch one of your fights though, that was close. And the guy went for a double leg and you put our single leg and you put him in an arm, you put him in a reverse triangle from the bottom. Like what, what, yeah. was, that? what was that? Explain what
4: you did so uh what is it so he's going for he went for, he shot for a super low um single leg and um i don't know maybe in the in the moment i just kind of felt like i could throw a leg around and maybe just uh get into a funky position um and i got creative with it and eventually i just felt like i could lock it into a reverse triangle and then um yeah no from there then i was able to turn it around we were in like a weird position like i was It was like a north south, but he was facing downward type of thing, and so I just started hitting, trying to hit his back somewhere or something. It it was super wonky.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sean, he got a reverse triangle around his neck, and he's punching him in the ribs and elbowing him in the ribs. It looked like something you would do, like like your little brother, like just to fuck with him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It was it was pretty damn awesome. So all right, (laughs) so when's your next fight?
4: Uh, July eighth. Where? Uh, it's gonna be at Ignite, just because LFA doesn't come uh, doesn't come to Minnesota in the summer. So my manager is gonna keep me busy for the summer and uh, put me on one of his shows uh, for Ignite at July eighth, Mecca XIX, whatever whatever number that is in Roman Roman numeral. <laughs> it should
0: be 19. It should be
4: nineteen, yeah, nineteen. There we go.
3: Don's old enough to—he actually used Roman numerals in school, so yeah,
4: you know,
0: uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I invented them.
4: What are you talking about? So, <laughs> and that, and where can people watch this fight? Uh, you can watch it uh, either on the, um, on the on the on the Ignite website. They're going to be streaming it, um, or uh, if you're going to be in Minnesota, if anyone wants to come out, um, it'll be at the uh, Bloomington DoubleTree Inn on 100. Uh, super big venue. It's very fancy, so. Should be a good time we're gonna blow the we're gonna blow smoke off that place
2: Sean it was like so nice so I like meet him in Minnesota he comes to my show with his friends came again and he goes I- I'll go ahead text me let-, let them know about your fight and he texted me he goes guess what I, I won my fight and he has he pictures and I was like it was <laughs> I felt I felt very special man like I was like <laughs> I was actually I was really proud you of you are very
0: special you are <laughs> <very> special. <laughs> thank you
2: It was like adorable and I'm like man uh, fuck yeah dude I was uh, super proud of you man so keep up the good work
4: appreciate it appreciate it Yeah no I was uh, what is it no, normally I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty shy about like oh yeah like blah 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 cuz you know you don't want to be that guy who's like you feel like you're showboating but you know sometimes it's nice to like let a friend know like hey like check this shit out
2: Oh, no, I was super happy for you, man. And I was like, I was like, actually, at first I was like, who is this? Uh, but then when I figured out who it was, I was super, I was even more happy. <laughs> um, well, 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 good luck, man. Good luck in uh, July. I can't wait to uh, support you and uh, take care, brother.
4: Yo, uh, one, one quick thing. Um, is this going to be online somewhere or? Yes. All right, cool. Can I just give a sh- couple shout outs real quick?
0: Sure. No, <laughs>
4: appreciate it. <laughs> uh, what is it? Thanks to, I w- I just want to thank my sponsors really quick. Um Megan Michael, super awesome OG sponsor, and a new sponsor that I just got, Hotworks. They're awesome, too. Um, and my, wherever he is, somewhere on here, Ben, he's making me work right now, so I hate him, but I guess <laughs> thanks. And uh, and Caitlin Young. So both of those guys, both of those people just make me feel like I'm on top of the world. So.
2: And where can people follow you?
4: Uh, you can go to my uh, professional Instagram, uh, sensei underscore sandman, S-A-N-M-A-N.
2: All right, no problem. Well, take care, Sensei. Be good.
4: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: I like that kid.
3: See, uh, we got everybody. Was awesome, as he was. He, I thought he said his his buddy or coach was the banker, and I was working on a Jewish joke the entire time. And then I was like a weird looking bank. Like I was like, what kind of what kind of operation are they running there? And then I realized it was a bakery. So yeah, the was, baker,
2: uh, the baker. All right. So um also on this card is that uh this week that guy Edmund, he was a guy that like everyone was high on him, but he was working with Coach Edmund, who might be the worst coach in the history of, 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 of.
3: and now this Edmund, man, but, like he, he was that guy was great TV, man. Like he was he was uh he was as easy to hate as Brendan Shaw. So he
2: so he left that guy, and now he's been kicking ass, and, and he's fighting Anthony Hernandez, who goes by Fluffy. Um, that's his nickname is Fluffy, and oh. uh, Hernandez is uh really good. He's the guy that beat that jujitsu guy, like like tapped him out. Remember, all that Rogan was saying, this guy is the greatest in the world, and Fluffy Fluffy beat him. Um, and then Joaquin Buckley is fighting Andre Fialho. Michael Johnson's fighting. Uh, that's awesome. This girl Vanessa Demopoulos, she was a stripper and she's the girl that she was like a big stripper and uh every time she wins go to she, her instagram too every time she wins she, she like jumps in Joe Rogan's arms or Michael Bisbings arms and then they they could tell that they're just like why are you doing this on tv like it's yeah. basically uh it's kind of funny she's finding that Guess Bisping
3: didn't see her coming when she was jumping up there <laughs> uh. How awesome Michael Bisping faked having a, a good eye to fight in the UFC still with only one eye? Like, that's, dude, that is, ins- I don't know how much they were paying him, but if you only have one eye and you have to have a glass eyeball that might pop out during the fight, like, can you imagine if his eyeball would have fell out during a UFC fight? Like, that would have been...
2: Dude, he told me that him and, uh, w- when they would get tested, you know, they'd be like, how many fingers am I holding up, blah, blah, blah. He had his, his, his corner um would, like, cough if it was one. Or he would, like, yawn if it was two. And he would, like, <laughs> sneeze if it was three. And that's how he got by all those tests.
3: God, God forbid his corner man was sick at the time the eye test. He'd be like, uh, how many fingers will I hold up? 17. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Put them together. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So that guy, Chase Hooper's fighting. He's the guy that has great jiu-jitsu, but, like, he, he was just getting the shipping out of him every one of his fights and he comes back and wins like why sometimes- don't they put him and in,
3: uh, in Crone gracie in together you ever wonder why they don't do stuff like that like that fight makes sense to me like i don't like if they both can't fight stand it up like put two guys that can't fight but they uh
0: their matchmaking makes no sense it's i, up, it's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It's, I know that uh, i know like matchmaking is easier said than done but sometimes it just doesn't make sense what they do man like i, I don't know what they're what their plan is half the time. It makes no sense. Crone
2: Gracie says that he actually he made a mistake by listening to the jujitsu community. And that oh. now he, <laughs> and now he's gonna go back to fighting like he knows how to fight.
3: All right. Wow, he blamed the Jiu-Jitsu community for <laughs> inability to take anyone down. That's uh that's crazy. It would be tough being uh man, it would be tough being um what's his name? Son. I can't remember his dad's name now. Hickson? Yeah, Hickson Gracie's son, man. That would be uh you can't live up to it no matter what. I mean, Hickson, no doubt, was a great jiu-jitsu guy, but he's also not – you know, they always talk about, like, guys like the – back in my day, like the – Yeah. Whatever. Will Chamberlain was the greatest. Like, he – Will Chamberlain wouldn't play very much today. You know what I mean? Or whatever. So, Hickson Gracie today would have a heart. He would probably look about like prone Gracie in the UFC. You know what I mean? I think, like, it's a hard thing to live up to when you're a legend. Unless you're Don Fry, because Don could fight in any era. but Any um, era.
2: (laughs) Alir Latifi's fighting again. Um and uh who won his last fight and then uh yeah so I mean it's actually a pretty good card uh when you when you go down it um they got a lot of, a lot of people and then 51 year old uh Houston Alexander is fighting in bare knuckle boxing this week. Um he's headlining the bare knuckle boxing card. <laughs>
3: He's, did his son not pull out of the fight yet or are they still doing you know that story no you don't know that story what happened uh his son got in trouble at school or something so he boxed him to teach him a lesson oh, God! Uh, he boxed his 14 year old son but i heard his son dropped him once so they uh no i'm just kidding his son didn't do that but no that was uh i don't know how we moved i mean you guys both have kids how anyone could box their child i don't dude i don't it was yeah. hard enough for, for me to spank my kids with a extension board, let alone box them. I'm just <laughs> I, I didn't spank them with an extension board. Um, no, it was. I would uh, just, just lather
0: them up with uh, bacon grease. The dogs. <laughs> well,
3: I, I'm not even sure what that means, but uh, somebody, you
2: know, somebody had a joke on comic about how, like, you know, how you catch a kid smoking cigarettes, you make them like smoke a hundred.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, was
2: right he's right. like he's like, I caught my my kid sucking a dick, so
1: I. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: thought i thought it was gonna be the norm mcdonald one where he said his dad made him smoke a real big fat cigar after he caught him smoking he goes that's when i started smoking cigars real heavy you know whatever like uh, <laughs> so don we were talking earlier are you in the movie big stan or you're not we were we couldn't remember if you were yeah.
1: okay oh, sure. you were yes, there yeah
0: all by the right way, yes, a- you know,
2: you know, by the way you know rob steiner moved to arizona
0: don yeah yeah he, he came to my house i mean he was one of the first podcasts
2: we did here. Oh, nice. That's awesome.
3: We you know, Star said he came to your it. house, but he didn't say anything about him leaving. Like, he yeah. said, Yeah, he came here. No one's seen him since. Now you know what's in one of the safes. Yeah, Well, yeah, he
0: he left. He left with this silverware,
2: You know. <laughs> well, I was I was thrilled to see how Don's living. Uh, that he's living in like a million dollar house overlooking the mountains, like like he should. So uh I, w- I was real happy for you Don
0: thank you thank you very, very I, I was it was very- nice having a, it was nice it was different having a city slicker like you up here you know <laughs> you you get scared when you got dirt on your shoes.
2: He was trying to make me hold the gun, Sean. I'm like, I don't want. He's like, <laughs> I, I was afraid to not. I was being peer pressured, and to hold. I, I've never held a gun before.
3: Uh, you know, that's what they should. That like John Morant should just blame Don Fry say he was at his house, and that wasn't his fault. He made him hold the guns. That uh, that idiot. Have you been following that at all? <laughs> he already lost forty million dollars for his gun video, and he just got caught flashing a gun in a video again. You just got you lost forty million dollars. Honestly, like.
2: like I hate to say it's the parents, but like there's a story about how his mom got into it with someone at like Foot Locker. And, uh,
3: <laughs> she, and then, she, got, she complained about one of the calls the guy at Foot Locker made.
2: But you this know,
3: is like riffs. Like Come on, that's a great joke. That is a great joke. <laughs> yeah.
2: But this is like after he's in the NBA, right? Like, who are you? No
3: nonsense, Keith Peterson. What's going on in here? Like, and,
2: uh... The mom gets into it with a football, a uh, Foot Locker employee, and calls Ja. And his buddies to go beat the guy up, so the guy has right. to like lock himself in a foot and like the foot lock yeah, a Foot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he had to hide the foot, but like,
0: Jeez.
2: and then look, I look. Mean, that's what I always do. I'll tell you what. When I have a problem, I
3: call my son and tell him to go commit a felony. Like right, that's, what that's what
2: I'm I mean. saying. Look, I hate this. I hate to blame the parents, it's obviously, job ja, But it's like at a certain point, Jaw's. You know, y- you hope he has some type of father figure or somebody to be like. Dude, what like he grew
3: up, his dad they were rich. Like they had a mansion and stuff. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Like he grew up rich, his dad was real successful. Like I think a professional European player or something, like real, real rich. And then he he wants to be. That's what's awesome is kids that grow up rich want to be gangsters, and the gangsters are doing yeah. all they can to not live that. You know what I mean? Like to get out of that that situation. Right. It's so ridiculous. Right. Like it um that, that whole the whole fucking worship of the of the prison culture is crazy, man. Like it is.
0: Crazy. I don't get it. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid, man.
2: Don, what do you got coming up?
0: Uh, eight ball of cocaine here. If it arrives. I don't shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, I got um, I got to head up back up to Las Vegas here uh, this week or the next week. I'm not sure which one. And uh, I have some more discussions with the UFC about um, continuing on uh with the uh tea and whiskey show oh nice so hopefully uh, yeah hopefully that'll go for me uh, nice. me and caroline
2: that's great and sean what about you
3: same old same old man getting um just doctor's appointments all the time and arguing with him and uh i got a great story about the german doctor i'll have to tell you um he thinks i'm suing him it's a long story but he won't give me my medical records even i'm trying to go to the mayo clinic now and he was trying to stonewall me on the medical records. Like, well, I can just send them to them. I'm like, no, you can send them to me, you know, or whatever. And he was like, well, I'll just send them. Like, no, I want them, and I get them. And he's doing his best So He made up a bunch of lies in his report, like how it's like a lawyer wrote it, like because he thinks I'm suing him because I asked for the medical records. And I'm like, dude, I'm not suing you. He did hurt me, but it's not my back is bad before I went there. I just want that. I got to go to the Mayo Clinic, and they want any any procedures I've had done in the past three years. That's it. So if you just give me your medical, what whatever you did, what it's called, you know. And, uh, I mean, dude, it took a month to get him. And then it's like him basically saying I was uncooperative. Uh, he tried to send me to the ER. I refused. I was like, I didn't refuse. I requested pain medicine because I asked if he could do a local anesthetic because he hurt me. And I was like, can you shoot a local anesthetic in there for the flight home? Cause I, it really hurts. Like, can you shoot something dead in it or whatever? But he, I, I requested quote unquote pain medicine from him. I'm like, dude, That's it's different if you're asking for pills or if you're asking for something to be shot in your back to numb it, you know what I mean? Which is a normal thing to ask for like cortisone injection, like anything, you know, like it, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a longer story than that, but it's, I may sue him now since he's trying to act like I'm going to sue him. Like I may actually go ahead and do it. (laughs) Like since he's like making me wait six weeks for my medical records. I'm like, dude, I can't go to this other appointment until I get all my medical records. I really need them, you know, like, uh, it's a guy I paid $30,000 to Mm it back and was gonna pay another thirty thousand this time till he hurt me. He decided not to continue with the treatment, but he said I decided to, to not continue with it. Like a uh, or whatever. Like it's it's just one he just thinks he's getting sued. So whatever. Well, I,
2: got, my, I, got a, I got a bunch of shows coming up in Portland, Oregon, and uh Seattle. If you go to Adam Hunter Adamhuntercomedy.com and I have a new Animal show. Hunter. <laughs> and yes. And I have animal dot com
3: Don's do <laughs> comes up.
2: And I have a new new album out called Billions of Jokes. It's on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, Download it.
0: Congratulations, man. Congratulations. That's great.
2: Billions of jokes. Uh, You guys are the best. I'll see you guys soon. Take care.
0: Thank you, brother. Thank
1: you.